0: The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership, here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. How am I always, I keep moving this way.
1: It's because you record your podcast there, so you're always moving around. I don't touch the camera.
0: My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on the Facebook.com, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Miss Ashley Pickle.
1: That's what someone said in the comment. Uh, I think it was Andrew Christensen said you should make him call you Miss Pickle for the rest of the show. I don't like that. Miss Pickle. Yeah, it's it's. I'm also I in don't... that age where it's still weird when people start like mm. like kids start saying, "Oh, ma'am, ma'am, yes, ma'am." Well, like, I
0: get the thing is, I'll get I'll not get, old. <laughs> well, I'm old enough that I'll get Mister Tepper. Uh huh. And it's like. It's like I just I just have to roll with it. It's like it's fine. But like the weird thing is like and, and I, I know they're doing it to be respectful, like to be overly respectful. Right. And that's fine. But I think you guys know at this point I am I am I am beneath contempt. Like I do <laughs> not need respect. Like you like I don't I don't deserve respect. You know what I mean? But like I'll have like coaches, mm-hmm. like coaches who like I've never met before. Like the first time they'll say, yeah. like Mr. Tepper, like I wouldn't have said who I'm like, dude, you can call me Dingus,
1: you yeah. know what i mean like you can call me whatever you yeah. want it's fine
0: like well and the other thing i'm sorry to no, interrupt but ahead. like the other thing is that like because you and i both have last names that are very conducive to only being called by our yes. last name
1: when someone calls me my first name i don't know how to take it
0: i don't know if i've ever i i refer to you i refer to
1: i don't think i've ever called I, you greg
0: i don't know it's weird like i think i've mentioned to like my wife or something like that about like oh like me and Ashley were talking or something but I don't know if I've ever in any sort of meaningful Meeting. context. No. I mean, we'll be at Fox. And those are people that theoretically are like much more important than us. And I'm like, yeah, well, Pickle and I are doing it. They know. say
1: it on the, I mean, like Pickle and Craig T- says it on I the know. air. Aaron says it on the air.
0: All right, <laughs> Let's, yeah, I know. It's just weird. Today, we got a lot of stuff to do. Today is Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. Uh, 331 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1090. 1,090. This is the Dave Valley episode. On today's show, friends. It's a big, big show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We, off the top here in moments are going to announce the 2020 Mr. Texas football player of the year winner. Uh, we'll talk about the process. We'll also hear from the winner coming up here in just a moment. Then we're going to hear from Craig way, the Texas high school football hall of famer joins us every Tuesday uh, to talk Texas high school football. We'll probably ask him also about the game. He's calling tonight. The Alamo. The yeah, Alamo Bowl. we'll talk about that. And then back half the show, we will have the thrilling cliffhanger season finale of America's favorite segment, Free Money.
1: We're almost done. One more segment. Thank so, Do we have first, fourth, fifth, <laughs> or? We sure do. It was Aaron Arbuckle, Andrew Christensen, Alan Shepard, and Rob Hathaway. Welcome in, fellas.
0: <clears throat> all right. Let's do this. Yes. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading publication for all things football in the state of Texas, and the Mercari Texas Bowl are proud to announce the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. The... Uh, Mr. Texas Football annually recognizes the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. Uh, The winner will be honored on the field at the Mercari Texas Bowl on Thursday, December 31st at NRG Stadium in Houston, where the TCU Horned Frogs will face the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, If you remember, last year's winner was Frisco Lone Star wide receiver Marvin Mims, now at Oklahoma, showing out there. Mm -hmm. Without further ado, the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year is... Drum roll. Hallettsville running back Jonathan Brooks. That's perfect. That I let it slip. <laughs>
1: you totally let
0: it slip. Because it's so funny. Hallettsville <laughs> running back Jonathan Brooks, the 2020 Mr. Texas football player of the year winner. Uh, Brooks, a 6-foot, 185-pound running back, dazzled the Texas high school football world as a senior, running for 3,530 yards, the 7th most in state history, and 62 touchdowns. When you add in his receiving talents and his sensational play on defense and special teams, his season is even more astounding. 3,849 total yards and 70 total touchdowns, tying Mr. Texas football, uh, former Mr. Texas football winner Jonathan Gray of Alito for the single-season scoring mark. His production sparked Hallettville to its best season ever as the Bramus drove to the 3A Division I state championship game, their first state title game appearance in their 107-year history. Brooks' incredible play in all three phases of the game make him a worthy recipient of the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year award so there it is the 2020 mr texas football player of the year jonathan brooks and it's easy to get slipped up between Mm -hmm. jonathan brooks and jonathan gray because they now share history in texas high school football
1: that's well, when, awesome. when you were reading through, <laughs> reading going through, I'm through I'm reading the it. semifinal list, we had to re-record it because you said Jonathan, Jonathan Gray. Gray? Yeah. I know. It's too similar. It They're is. both unbelievable well, athletes.
0: And, and, and I'll, t- I'll take you a little bit inside the process. We, we narrowed down the, the 10 finalists. And after, after about a week after that, we kind of came together and talked a little bit more within the Dave Campbell staff in our brain trust about who should be the winner. Mm-hmm. And we really narrowed it down to three guys. We yes. narrowed it down to three guys. And at that point, it got real tough. And I'll be honest, we ended up being able to narrow it down to two. And, I mean, you could slip a—you got to try to slip a piece of paper between those two guys. Oh, yeah. But in the end, here's, to me, what put Jonathan Brooks over the top. Mm-hmm. What put Jonathan Brooks over the top is, A, what he did in the playoffs, in yeah. those final three games, mm-hmm. um, to guide them to places that they had never been before uh, in Howlotsville. Uh, B, His contributions on defense and special teams, I think, added into that. Yes. Um, And C, the other thing that I would throw in there is the 70 total touchdowns, Is that's a pretty hallowed mark. I mean, the next Mm -hmm. highest total is 61. Mm -hmm. I mean, to get to 70 and to tie Jonathan Gray is awfully impressive. And so there he is, the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year, Hallisville running back Jonathan Brooks. I caught up with him yesterday. Here is my conversation with the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year, Hallettsville running back Jonathan Brooks, here on Texas Football Today. Dave Campbell's Texas Football and the Mercari Texas Bowl are proud to announce the 2020 Mr. Texas Football High School Player of the Year. It is Hallettsville running back Jonathan Brooks, and we are joined uh, by Jonathan right now first and foremost Jonathan congratulations on uh, the on the award uh, what uh, what was your reaction whenever you found out that uh, you had taken home the, the the most prestigious award in
2: high school football uh, just I didn't believe it because you know it's out of like all classifications so I thought maybe a 6-8 person would win it but uh, it's an honor to win it uh, just the Haltrow community and the team that I had this year just allowed me to win this award
0: I want to ask you a little bit about your season. You guys are you guys make history there in Hallsville, making your first uh, run to the state championship. I, I'm interested. Was there a moment during the season where you thought, you know what, this team might really just have something special?
2: Uh, I think it was after after the gymnet the first gymnet game when we lost. I think it lit a, a like a fire under everybody and just realized that, you know, we're we're beatable. So we got to go to we got to go back to work and really work on the stuff that we messed up on. And after that, after that game, we didn't lose a single game. So I uh, think you, it just.
0: It was, it was an incredible run to, uh, for, for you guys. And, and obviously a lot of your, uh, a lot of the people know you for your, your gaudy rushing numbers, you know, 3,500 yards rushing and stuff like that. Uh, is there one game in particular running the ball that, that you're, you're always going to remember?
2: Uh, You know, most definitely my nine touchdown game, you know, cause that's just something I've never done before. So just rushing for five hundred and nine touchdowns is is always going to be remembered.
0: I, I also want to ask you because you are a guy. I think one of the things that when we were talking about handing out the award, uh, one of the things that we think puts you over the top was your your impact on the defense and on on, on special teams. Uh, is there a play on on special teams or on defense that that you, that whenever you think back on your season, senior season, you're going to think, man, that was that was that was the play I'm always always going to remember.
2: Uh, probably definitely round one of playoffs. Uh, that punt return that I had, the second one, definitely just that play right there.
0: Uh, what did it mean to you? You know, you're a guy from 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 that part of the, the state and, and making history there at Hallsville, bringing them to uh, their first state championship. What does it mean for you to be able to do this with the community, for the community there in Uh,
2: You know, we've never made it to state. We always, we call it the fourth round curse because we've never made it past the fourth round. So Getting past the fourth round was great. You know, everybody was excited, but just getting to the state game was really exciting, but losing is not always fun. But you know, we made history. The town backed us and they're still backing us. They're out they're proud of us and everything they tell us every day. And, oh, and just, I would be
0: re- I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about about that uh that day because it started with some Brookses and ended with some Brookses. Your cousins, uh Dalton and, and Doug. Uh, you know, played in the 2A Division One game earlier that day. You finished it out playing in the 3A Division One game that night. How special was it for your family, uh, for you guys to be able to all just be like, hey, why don't we just meet in Arlington?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it was great. You know, all three of us have played on the same team at that stadium before when we were younger. So, I mean, it was kind of familiar. But once we all got into high school, we all had one goal, and now was to go to the state championship. And we both did it, just we came up a little short. Uh
0: and and of course you are uh, you're signed to go to play for the, the Texas Longhorns. I, I know that there are a, a bunch of Longhorn fans who are out there really excited about you showing up in Austin. Uh I am just curious why Texas? Why was that you had, you, you had a, a bunch of different offers from a lot of different places. What was it about Texas that that made uh made the decision for you?
2: Uh you know they offered me early. They showed trust in me. They showed interest a lot. You know, they kept in contact a lot. They're close to home. The coaching staff is great. Coach Drayton was one of the best running back coaches in the country. Uh, The fan base is great. They keep in contact with me a lot. And just the other recruits, and we're going to build something special at the University of Texas.
0: He's Jonathan Brooks. He is the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. Jonathan, congratulations again on a fantastic season and on winning the award, and uh, best of luck in the future. Thank you. There he is, Jonathan Brooks, Howlitzville running back, the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. Uh, Believe it or not... I thought this was amazing, and i, I, I guess I had not realized this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is the first running back since 2012 with Dontre Wilson at DeSoto to,
1: to win, win this award,
0: Mister Texas Football. Um,
1: I thought that was we interesting were, when we brought it up in the Slack chat because we went on a heater at quarterbacks, mm-hmm. rightfully we had a lot so. Of
0: quarterbacks. We 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 Kyler won it twice, uh, and then Jet Duffy won it for Mansfield's, uh, Mansfield Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakridge and then twenty sixteen was Rashad Paul, twenty seventeen was Spencer Sanders, twenty eighteen was Landry Gilpin. Gilpin. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen last year was a receiver, it's first receiver to ever win the award and mm-hmm. Marvin Mims. Uh, but yeah, we because we had Jonathan Gray in 2011, and then Dontre Wilson in 2012, and then until now we have not had a running back win uh, Mr. Texas Football. But I think that when you take a look at the body of work and what he was able to do, Jonathan Brooks uh, is is certainly a worthy recipient of the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year award.
1: And just to clarify here, because people were asking about other classifications, this award encompasses all classifications. Yes. This is the leader in the clubhouse. This so, is I mean,
0: all. This is. All, all public, out... private, all classifications, mm-hmm. uh, eleven man, six man, all the players. We had I mean, I know on our semifinals list we had a couple I think we had a couple of players from the six man ranks mm-hmm. uh and I think a couple of private school players as well. Um all Texas high school football players are eligible for this. Mm-hmm. Um that's and so, what makes it the most yes.
1: prestigious award in Texas high school football And is, so, is encompasses everybody. And so
0: uh Jonathan will be at from what I understand, he will be at the uh the Marcari Texas Bowl yes. on Thursday night and so he'll be he'll be honored i believe during the first quarter uh of the tcu and arkansas game uh he asked me this is (laughs) funny this is good he did ask me he was like this is before we start recording he's like so like he's trying to be he's a as you can tell he's a really nice really great kid and he he asked me he wanted to be like kind of polite but i think he wanted to know which i understand he was like so is there like a like a Trophy. trophy i get out I'm of this, this or something like this and it's not this by the way this is vince young's old player of the year trophy mm-hmm. um we've upgraded if you have not seen the mr texas football trophy
1: it's about as big as i am <laughs> to be like honest it's like six feet <laughs>
0: tall it's huge and so i, I pulled it up and i screen shared it with him and he was like whoa
1: what the yeah. Fuck? Yeah, man.
0: it's big it's a big crazy trophy so yeah. anyway congratulations to Hallettville running back jonathan very Brooks, well deserved our 2020 mr texas football player of the year we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in a Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting. All across the Lone Star State. we we'll want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com. It's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com if you go to texasfootball.com. And if you have forgotten a gift for somebody in your life, uh, you've still got time. If you go to texasfootball.com. Get them a year subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. They will thank you for it. <clears throat> Fact. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. Let's bring in the guy who's always our Mr. Texas football. Yes. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. He's the voice of the Texas Longhorns. You can hear him on the horn in Austin and, of course, see him on Fox Sports Southwest uh, hosting High School Scoreboard Live alongside uh, Rick Renner and myself. It's a great Craig Way. Uh, Craig, uh, Jonathan Brooks is your lead-in, so uh, no pressure or anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it shouldn't be any pressure because that guy shouldered all the uh, the pressure during the year, and and it's very, very deserving. Uh, and it was a uh, – I know that this – you talked about it on my show yesterday that w- – where would you rank this in terms of the difficulty of selecting a Mr. Texas football?
0: Um, boy, howdy. Um – I would put it way, way up there. Um, if only because there were certain different, different circumstances for teams that are 6-5, and five, they are still playing. You've got these guys who are already finished their season. The added difficulty of all that. But I also think one of the things that 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 really put him over the top was what he did in all three phases of the game. Defense, mm-hmm. special teams, and the fact that he's an, an outstanding running game. I'll ask you this. Does it surprise you that he is the first running back to win the award since 2012? That kind of struck me when I was looking over our history.
3: Yeah, it's a little surprising, I guess. And and uh, one thing we always talk about, you and I have talked about this, we've talked about it on the TV shows, we try not to be the old prisoners of the moment thing. And, and it would be very easy to be a quote-unquote prisoner of the moment and go the quarterback route. Uh, we've seen it go that way with the Heisman Trophy race. In college football, where quarterbacks pretty much uh, lead the assault uh, in terms of uh, the national player of the year, uh, but as as you and I had, had talked about yesterday on my program, I said this is this is O.G. me. This is the old school me uh, saying that when I when I think of and I look at that that tag of Mister Texas Football, uh, to me that extols the virtues of the entire package of a football player, and and in this case, I think you've got that with with someone who plays offense, defense, punted very well during the course of the year. It doesn't mean it's supposed to be like that uh, every year, uh, and, it, and it and it hasn't been like that every year. Uh, Marvin Nims is an example of that, a, a splendid uh, receiver and kick returner, but you know you, you don't think him as being a guy that would you know, come up from a safety spot and and, and, uh, and make a big hit on you or punt downfield or whatever, but uh, the, the total package in this case, plus, and I think it had to have this too, and, and I'm sure you pointed all this out, it had to have these spectacular numbers that he posted on offense, especially from the running game, in addition to what he did posting. So to me, the totality of it in this particular case this year, is why I would have thought Jonathan Brooks should be uh, Mr. Texas Football.
0: We're talking Craig Way, the Texas High School Ball Hall of Famer, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF Today. Let's let's talk about some of the games on the field. Uh, I want to go back to last week um, and what you saw across the state of Texas I thought was a relatively chalky week with the except with with a, a couple of, of, of small exceptions. But one one of the one of the areas that I'm I'm particularly interested in uh, this week is uh, and one game I'm interested in is is Austin Westlake taking on Sybil of Steel. And 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 the reason is uh, well, A, Westlake has been rolling offensively, defensively in every phase of the game. They've looked great. But B, we all have to kind of reckon with the idea that right now, over the past few years, Austin has really had San Antonio's number uh, whenever they've met. In fact, I crutch the numbers. Uh, San Antonio teams are just 9-30 and against Austin teams in the 6A playoffs over the past five seasons. So, I guess my question as we go into and, and kind of shapes this, this question is Is it just a case of some, like the, the Austin area powers, like Travis and Westlake, have certainly taken the lead in, in their personal victimization of, of the Alamo City? But do you think there is something bigger at play with the gap between Austin and San Antonio yeah. Yeah. Uh, seemingly growing of late?
3: I think it's a variety of several factors, Ted. I think there's certain things. First and foremost, you're going to have the lead dog factor. The lead dog factor is going to be Westlake Lake Travis, and they posted their own uh, very impressive numbers against the San Antonio area schools when it comes to the playoffs. So that's going to, uh, you might say, uh, you know, tip the scales a little bit in one respect. Then I think there's a couple of other things. I think in several cases – the younger growing programs of the 6a and to a lesser extent the 5a level in the austin area have had a quicker route to success at the statewide level than the san antonio schools i'll give you an example cedar park has won a couple of state championships vandegrift in its second year went to the final four vista ridge made a final four appearance in 5a uh, a few years ago so I think those programs, and and maybe it has to do with the population base, things of that nature, I think that has spiked the development in it. Uh, We've seen uh, San Antonio Johnson have a nice run. Wagner's had a couple of nice runs. But they've been more the exception than the rule. And I think it's been an almost annual thing now that, A, folks come to expect to see either Westlake or Lake Travis reach the Final Four or at least the state quarterfinals, that kind of thing. But then there's these other players involved. And at the Pi Bay level, it's been Cedar Park on a regular basis. But LBJ made its great run to the semifinals in 4A. And then, of course, this year, you've got Vandegrift back in the state quarterfinal round. So I think it's the, the, the sum of the parts, the other supporting uh, cast members, if you will, in addition to the two lead actors in this drama, Westlake and Lake Travis, of the past few years, that's kind of spiked this movement there where there's been more domination from the greater Austin schools when they have matched up with the San Antonio area
0: schools. One of the relative shocks that we saw last week was Euless Trinity's win over Allen, which actually, by the way, because the two Thursday games have been postponed now, will actually be the final game of 2020 in, t- in Texas high school football. Uh, but but Euless Trinity takes down Allen. um I, I, I want to see if you'll try this on for size. I, I, I really equate that a lot to when Round Rock took down Lake Travis in the first round of the playoffs. That I think from a name value perspective and from a brand perspective, that is relatively shocking because anytime those powerhouses lose a game, it's noteworthy. But the more you dig into it, the more you're like, well... The team that beat them's pretty darn good, and maybe that's a lot more of a credit to the team that beat them than it is necessarily any sort of knock on the team that that uh, that that uh, that lost. I'm I'm curious if if that's something that that jives with you.
3: It is, and uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, my youngest son, when I told him about the the score and what had happened, said to me, uh, I think his quote was something like, "Wow, Trinity." And he, and he said, and they haven't been good in a while, have they? And I said, well, you mean state championship caliber? And he goes, yeah, I remember when they used to be like really, really good, like in the late 2000s before it got into the 2000 teams. And I said, it's a good point uh, with what they did with their state championship. And they were a contending team in the state uh, title round. Uh, and and uh, so they're they're a very recognizable name. But they did this. Uh, I'm inclined to agree with you on this, Steph. That they, uh, that they, it was more about what they did than it was about what Allen did not do uh, in the game. And and I think we had talked about the possibility of some vulnerability with regard to Allen, especially defensively, throughout the course of the season at different times. And and maybe that had something to do with it. But it, there, I, I'm always a fan of that whole imposing your will thing in, in the line, in the trenches. And Trinity does that about as well as anybody in being able to move you off the line of scrimmages. And that's something I guarantee you the Riley Dodge and the, and the Carroll staff are very attuned and acutely aware of as they get ready for their quarterfinal matchup this week.
0: Craig Way the Texas High School Hall of Famer joined us here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. All right, Craig, I'm going to ask you the question that I ask you every week, which is I'm going to give you the teleporter and you can teleport to any game in the, in the state. Which now it's Friday or Saturday. There's no Thursday game, so you've got opportunities. There's only sixteen of them, so you know it, it narrows it down for you quite a bit. But which game? Which game this weekend are you teleporting to?
3: Well, I, I think a lot of folks will just say. You're an idiot if you don't say Ryan and, and Highland Park, because of uh, not only because of what's at stake, number one in the state, and number two in the state, but their history uh, and the drama that goes there. I, I understand that. I will also give you number three versus number four, Manville Cedar Park, and I think those two are the great dramas of this week. Uh, and with apologies to Duncanville DeSoto, the matchup we finally get that we didn't get at the end of the regular season uh, as, as the teams had opted out. And what I also think to be a very entertaining rematch with Geyer and Prosper after all it was in the regular season. And even Vandegrift and Hayes could be an extremely uh, uh, you know, uh, entertaining game. I think you could make that case in a lot of situations for several of these matchups. Still, it would be hard to go against either Ryan Highland Park or Mandel Cedar Park. I think both of those could be great games.
0: Uh, and finally, Craig, uh, I understand you're a little busy tonight. You're, uh, you're, you've, you've got, a, uh, you've got a, 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 an appointment in San Antonio uh, for the, uh, the Alamo Bowl. It's Texas and it's Colorado going down tonight. Uh, 8 o'clock, I believe, is the kick on, on uh, the, the, the Texas radio network. And so, Craig, give me, give me a, 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 a short synopsis that if X happens for Texas tonight, then it'll be a good night against Colorado.
3: If most of the, if not all of the remaining roster shows up, it could be a good night. (laughs) And I I say that with opt-outs, with injuries, and everything that's happened there. I mean, there's uh, out of, uh, I think, four of their captains uh, have have opted out because they're looking on toward the National Football League uh, draft. And and so uh, Joseph Osai, a first-team All-American, is not here, is not playing in the game. Taquan Graham, uh, a senior, is not here, not going to play in the game. Sam Cosby, their outstanding Uh, offensive left tackle, not here, not going to play in the game. So you've got several of those guys who are not involved in the game. Uh, Colorado has a couple of guys like that, but not many. Also, it's kind of unique in that the Buffaloes, I don't know that it's a a small sample size. I asked Tom Herman about this yesterday in our socially distanced conversation that we had with one another. I said, uh, "Do, do you have enough of a sample size? It's five games. That they played. He said, "Yeah, it's enough. It's not a full season. Look at it, but it's it's enough." And then, which Sam is better? Sam Ellinger, Sam Neuer. They're both senior quarterbacks, but the similarities with the name and the classification uh, end there because they, uh, you know, this is Neuer's first year as a starting quarterback. Ellinger, of course, a four-year starter. If uh, Sam Ellinger is Bam Bam Sam, if he's on his game tonight against a young Colorado secondary then uh, I think the Walmarts have a decent shot to win this football
0: game. He's Craig Way. He's no longer single, by the way, folks. Bad news for, for all you ladies out there. Uh, he is uh, the Texas High School Ball Hall of Famer. Uh, follow uh, follow him on Twitter, at Craig Way. Is that right, Craig Way? Do I have that right? Craig Way won. That's right. Craig Way won. Uh, and hear his, call, yes. hear his call of the Alamo Bowl tonight uh, 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 as Texas takes on Colorado. And, of course, watch him Saturday night. Uh, Ten o'clock uh, on High School Scoreboard Live. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend. Have a great call tonight, and I will see you Saturday.
3: It was only a myth that there were women showing up at my house <laughs> holding casseroles. I am I I am a betrothed, engaged man now, and and happy and it had nothing to do with anybody showing up at my house.
1: <laughs> Congratulations again, congrats, bud. Craig.
0: We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. There he goes, Craig Way, the Texas High School Wall Hall of Famer. <laughs> didn't want to make a big deal out of it in case you want to let it slip by but yeah if you did if you did not see craig way did get engaged to his girlfriend linda which is very very fun yes so, sorry, so sorry happy for, him. for them for him. linda's linda's awesome too yes i love linda so anyway uh appreciate craig way hopping on with us we are texas football today we're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com talking football in the lone star state involves on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, cs at TexasFootball.com. Hey, Pickle, do you remember the time that I was announcing the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year?
1: And you let it slip. And I let beforehand. it slip like
0: five seconds early.
1: It was so We were so talking hard about that in the break. Not to laugh, because if I would have like, laughed, um, it would have absolutely given oh, it away. Give it away As you thing, said it, and is, I went,
0: is is there's also a great possibility that there's a lot of people who are zoning out. Uh huh. But now I wonder, like, go back and go back it. and watch. Go back and watch it, it when this thing's over. It's, it's there's like yeah. a moment of panic. Like, oh, I
1: and my my I got thought was, am I going to get in <clears throat> trouble
0: for this? And I was like, nah, as long as you spit it out pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just keep talking, go fast. I was like, come on, spit it out, go go go, drum roll.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: pickle. It is time uh, to end. You know
0: what? Well, here's the, the thing, show. pickle. I don't know what you normally do for for New Year's. Yeah. Um, for for us, what we normally do is we have a, we have a couple friends of ours and they mm-hmm. come over and we order Chinese food and we watch the ball drop. Yeah, um, that's what we normally do. Yeah. Twenty 2020s. we're not going to do that because of COVID
1: restrictions right. and stuff yeah. like that.
0: But we're going to do it over Zoom. We're going to get Chinese. And we're going to do it over Zoom and, and nice,
1: and it's okay. Fun. Yeah, I love know. watching the ball drop. Yeah,
0: it's it's fun. I don't like to make a big deal out of out of um, New Year's, but yeah. what I do like to make a big deal out of is free money.
1: The last one. All we have to do is make it through this one. Free money! And then we're done. My college football picks against the spread. The last and one. I have great news, everybody.
0: It's not great. With a one-in-one record last week, <laughs> I have clinched a winning record for this godforsaken year of 2020.
1: Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da, so da. Woohoo! This is the last one. The last one. Yes! Then we never we don't have to do this again.
0: Fantastic. Uh, look, I, I want to thank all of my supporters out there, all of the fans. You know what? I get your letters, I get your emails, I get your, your carrier pigeons. Do not. and That's I a lie. appreciate all of your support. All the letters that you send me that say, hey, Tepper, thank you for, for your courage in doing free money. I
1: thought we don't lie on this
0: show. I love you. Don't we practice very what we preach here? And, and, and don't listen to pickle.
1: That, that is I thank you
0: for your letters and your comments. I appreciate it. Pickle, we've got three more games, uh, three more college football games to go. Thank God uh, in the FBS ranks. Although we're about to find out if they have odds for spring football.
1: No. Oh, for like D two. No, 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 no. We cannot start off twenty twenty one on a bad foot with more free money. I'll cry.
0: What's our first game, pickle? <laughs>
1: First game, the game that we just talked about with the Hall of Famer, it's the Alamo Bowl down in the 2 one as number 20 Texas takes on Colorado 8 p.m. tonight. The Longhorns favored by 7.5 in the Dome.
0: Yes, um, so as he mentioned, a lot of this comes down to who's not there mm-hmm. for Texas because they are without a fair number of, of, of their players. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing though, okay? So the so the line has already shrunk. I believe the I'll, i believe it opened at Texas minus twelve and a half. It's already down to seven and a half, okay? It's already down to seven and a half. Let's not lose sight of the fact that Colorado's only that that's Colorado State's logo. I was going to say,
1: is that the wrong logo?
0: Colorado State's logo. Okay, good. Well, let's let's just, disrespect the buffs.
1: Just pretend it's the Buffalo.
0: <laughs> um Pickles quitting the shot, anyway.
1: <laughs> it's the last free money. I just didn't
0: The Let's, let's not overlook the fact that Texas is probably just a lot better than Colorado. And, and I think that as a result, what you're going to end up seeing is Texas in what may be Sam Ellinger's final game go out there and play well enough to win uh, and play well enough to win by double digits. I like Texas minus seven and a half in this one. I'm, I'm glad it, I'll, I'll say this I'm glad it shrunk uh, under 10 because uh, if it had been 12 that would have been a really difficult conversation to have. but I do like Texas minus seven and a half. they they are I think Tom Herman has tended to be pretty good in bowl games. I think that will show out tonight. I think Texas minus 12 and a half is the play there. What is your next?
1: You get there, buddy? I'm
0: reading Slack. <laughs> Bad news. What's next?
1: Um, up next, where Jonathan Brooks, our Mr. Texas football oh. player of the year, will be receiving <laughs> his big old trophy is the Macari Texas Bowl as the Woo Pig Sueys take on TCU. That will be Thursday, 7.30 p.m. The Horn Frogs favored by a four and a half down in Houston.
0: Yeah, so first of all, uh, I, I did joke with Jonathan who's uh, I guess we should mention he's a Texas signee mm-hmm. um, I, like, I did joke with Jonathan I was like hey by the way you get to go get your trophy uh, at, uh, at, in a stadium uh, theoretically filled as filled as, as it can be uh, with, uh, with Arkansas fans and with TCU fans <laughs> and he was like yeah he's like, I, I wish it would have been, like <laughs> t- been like a and Texas but you know it works but yeah it'll be a fun game down there the Mercari Texas Bowl our friends down there uh, I, I like TCU in this one and, and I'll tell you why. I like TCU because I think that their defense is going to be able to slow down Arkansas. And I also think that what you saw late in the season was TCU really get that running game going. And when that running game gets going, and again, I've said it all season long. It's the last time I say it. I promise, at least in 2020, that they can't just make Max Duggan do everything. I think the defense is going to stand tall. I think, the, I think the offense is going to come through, and I think Zach Evans is going to be the star of this game. I think he has a big night running the ball. I like TCU minus 4.5 to cover that. I like I him like by about a touchdown, so I'm going to go with TCU minus 4.5. And, and finally, Pickle.
1: For the last and final game of this dreaded segment, we will head over to the Orange Bowl. Number five, Texas A&M facing up against Mac Brown in his North Carolina Tar Heels. 7 p.m. on Saturday. A&M favored by seven and a half.
0: Oh, this! I feel great about this. It's, I feel this is this. I feel great about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna hammer A&M minus seven and a half. Okay. I love that line for mm-hmm. a couple of reasons. One, there's the motivation factor. Okay, A&M. I think. I think Jimbo Fisher is going to have his boys playing for next year mm-hmm. and saying, look, you got snubbed by the playoff. Mm-hmm. If you go out there and you dominate what's still a very good North Carolina team, it's a very yeah. good North oh, Carolina yeah. team. I want to be clear. You go out there and dominate them, then you will you're going to start the year like number three in the rankings next
1: Especially year. Especially because Notre Dame's going to get blasted by Alabama. Especially because so they're go going to get launched there and win into it. the sun.
0: They're going to get catapulted <laughs> into the sun. <laughs> so there's that. The motivation factors there. Furthermore, I'm not sure if you saw this. Maybe you didn't, but I'm the guy who reads the internet. Oh, God. North Carolina is without their two best running backs. Javante Williams has opted out. He is not going to play in that game. Uh, they are also going to be without uh, Michael Carter, their leading receiver, Diami uh, Brown, and uh, their leading tackler, Chaz Surratt, who are all opting out of the Orange Bowl. This is a... Wounded or at least l- you know Lacking,
1: lessened, yeah. lessened
0: North Carolina team that's missing their top running back, their second best running back, their leading receiver, and their leading tackler.
1: So yeah, we need to see a And M like I want.
0: I want to see a show a And was like,
1: don't I want stop to see, either. Like, I want to
0: see. I want to see a a, a fireworks show. No
1: mercy I, go rules. Go out here. there and
0: absolutely <laughs> clobber them. I like a And M minus seven and a half. I'd like a And M minus. I mean, we could could talk about where I'd go with that. I like (laughs) A&M minus 7.5 in the Orange Bowl. So those are my free money picks to round out the year. I like Texas minus 7.5 in the Alamo Bowl over Colorado. I like TCU minus 4.5 over Arkansas in the Mercari, Texas Bowl. And I like Texas A&M minus 7.5 in the Orange Bowl over North Carolina. So there it is. We're
1: done! we made money. it it's the people money. are so excited i
0: know i know they love free money
1: no they're so excited that it's done i'm
0: not sure that's true oh yeah i've been reading the comments and and the comments have all been you
1: don't read overwhelmingly <laughs>
0: in favor of free money so there you go that's the that's it we'll see you whenever we they lay made more odds. it Whenever they lay more odds, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Hey, they want to lay some odds on Mary Hart and Baylor. I won't. Is Mary Hardin Baylor playing in the spring? I've now just it's, it's slipped my mind. I don't know. I think so. three. There's um, a lot of people. A lot of teams in playing the in the spring. I know Swack will. Swack. So we're gonna get some preview. Do you think we're having preview? AM watch parties.
1: Yeah, I, be I need it. this uh, vaccine to hurry up so we can have uh, yeah gonna, watch parties here, with you and watch watch Step and Ish on on the PDA couch. It'll
0: be great. <laughs> now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, free money.
1: Um. Do we know who won the state title pick'em contest?
0: That's a will question.
1: Okay. Ed, we will get you that answer. I know that you want to know. We will get you that answer. Um, other than that, programming note, no show tomorrow, yes. no show Friday. We're doing mailbag on Thursday. Yes.
0: That, um, yeah, that's all I know. Okay. it's going to do it for us. <laughs> no show tomorrow. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks very much to Jonathan Brooks, the 2020 Mr. Mm-hmm. Texas Football Player of the Year, for being our guest, as well as the Hall of Famer, Craig Way, for joining us. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. No, we won't. We'll see you Thursday on Texas Football Today.